Season one, episode one. Holy Park news. You what is it? It's hockey news. Hockey news. news. And abuse. And abuse, of course. Of What's course. Abuse? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Johnny C. Utah. Johnny C. Utah. Yeah, man. Of course. This is Cham Legend, or sorry, rather, for Cham Legend. I'm Johnny C. Wow. Utah. Huge. So we're here today to talk about a little bit of hockey because there's too many, not enough podcasts out there Absolutely to, not. to talk specifically about hockey and we know heaps about hockey, probably more than you do, therefore we decided that it would be worthwhile us sharing with you, the good listeners or the bad listeners as you were, or at the moment any listeners which is probably going to be our workmates for quality control purposes and our unfortunate long suffering wives. Yeah, even then they're probably not going to listen to it. Even then they probably won't <laughs> But no, here's the thing, right? Because we went headfirst into the, the land of podcasts on iTunes and I looked for hockey content because I wanted something to listen to. Turns out there's nothing. There's about 1,500 Pittsburgh Penguins podcasts, which, A, who needs that in their life? That's no way to no live. No one. Who wants to listen to another Penguins podcast? No, I know. No one. No way to live. <laughs> no, um, no way to live And then all. they were just really stale podcasts by old guys who wanted to read through stat sheets and I'm like, that's fine. You can sit at home and read a stat sheet on your own. I can probably call my dad, get my dad to read me. I'm pretty sure sheet. that I could just Google Rotowire right now and it'll give me all the advice that they can give me in an hour podcast. Yeah, so we thought we could have a podcast which is a little spicier, has a little more zest to it. Yeah, yeah, and like we are just talking about, like we decided to like keep keep the explicit tag on there. Yeah. It's there. And I mean, here's the thing, at the end of the day, once you're in a hockey, you love it. You don't like it, you love it. Yeah, you're We in. all love it, our friends love it, everyone we talk to loves it, so let's put it on the air and we can all talk about it. That's right. But it's not just going to be a, a rambling mess every week, don't worry about that. We've actually got a little bit of structure. We do, surprisingly. Surprisingly, we're quite structured. We're going to do a bit of a bit of a hot take on every team each week or each fortnight. We're undecided as to how frequently we're going to do this. What yeah, this is all new. This is all new. Well, I mean, we've also got to have the big fantasy moves of the week. Yeah, that'd be good. That's cause huge because we're huge fantasy guys. Tinker, a bit of, bit of tinker on the stinker. Of course, we love a little stinker tinker. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've already exhausted all my trades this week. <laughs> trades one, opened two hours ago. With one trip to the toilet. <laughs> trades trades opened two hours ago. Actually, one hour and 41 minutes ago. Yeah, all trades exhausted for the week. And we're going to talk about rookies as well because... You know, it's the year of Conor McDavid and whatnot, but there's a lot of rookies making a big impact. Heaps of rookies. We should probably talk about it. I feel like we should. I feel like we should talk about John Tortorella because he's an absolute legend. I've actually got that in my notes. We're going to talk about Torts. Of course we should. And he's come on board and the BJs have won two games. So they went from no being games. the worst team that I've ever seen to now being slightly, slightly, slightly better. <laughs> a little bit better, but, but only... still pretty shitty. Still shitty. Still... I mean, you know... I love the plus-minus thing. That's huge. Because, like, yeah. everyone... Because I started with Scotty Hart. I drafted Scotty Hartnell. Yeah. I think I drafted him with my fifth or sixth pick. That's ambitious. Super ambitious. And then what's his plus-minus? Like, negative 10 or something right now. It's not great. Like, here's the things I like about Scott Hartnell. He's a philanthropist. He's a haircut. good guy. Great haircut. He's not afraid to be a little red. I like that. Punches dudes all the time. Here's the thing I don't like about that, though. He always seems to get in a fight with Johnny Boychuk. And... How do I feel about that, John? Not great, because he's, well, one, going to lose. <laughs> no, two, he he's won. taking on your man, the boy, he had, Johnny he B. He won the last time, therefore, thank you very much. Did he? Yeah. I'm surprised, because every time I've seen it, like, no. old boy Chuck's, like, shattered his face in. No, 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 he's done quite well. Because I'm a huge Johnny B fan as well. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's just, it's come through. So, but, so from the top, do, you, do we want to start with fantasy? So we're at the fantasy rap. 
So we, let's kick off with that. Let's, let's kick, kick off, off with fantasy. So what do we want to talk about? Who's kind of killed it this week? Who's been an absolute bust? Actually, you know what? Let me lead off with busts because I've been on the receiving end of more than my third <laughs> heaps. So I had the first pick in our league this year and I took OV because why wouldn't you? Um, I regret that now because he's playing like a bit of a dick. He is. But I've watched all the Caps games the yeah, last... It's not sick. He's not done. Like last game, he was the sole reason why it went to overtime. Yeah. He just went, fuck it, I'm not going to pick anyone up. And, oh, shit, there's a goal. Yeah. He seriously just went, oh, fuck it. You know, our buddy Cohen talks about this all the time. You know, he's Russian. There's nothing stopping him from doing it. He needs to back check occasionally. There's no back check. Yeah. And the then, best, most player, paid player in the league mm. should back check. And then on top of that, because we have a snake draft, by the time I got to my second pick, I took Ryan Getzlaff. Because, again, why wouldn't you? 80-point player, captain of the Ducks. What it all says, team? take me. Yeah, right? You're, you're going to take Ryan Getzlaff. He's scored one point this year. Bust. An assist. Bust. Apparently he's been playing with like a balloon appendix and he didn't tell anybody. He's going in for an emergency. Yeah, appendectomy. Appendectomy. Yeah, there you go. Nailed, nailed it. it. Um, and that's cool. So he's going to be out for another two weeks. And he'll probably come back and kill it. But I feel like I'm too far gone. Because that's compounded by the fact that Brandon Saad has also been <laughs> fucking blowing it. He scored five I feel like your entire year. lineup sucked. My, you know what? My bottom picks are killing it. My top picks are absolutely horrible. Like I've got... Dudes like Joel Ward are absolutely dominating. I was going to say, your waiver wire pickups have been phenomenal, Mental. but your top six drafts yeah. have been all rubbish. Joel Ward's the leading point scorer on the Sharks. He's killing it. I love mm-hmm. Joel Ward. So, mm-hmm. you know, all my low picks are killing it. All my high picks are basically out to get me. Goalies. Bob. Uh, so I picked up Sergei Bobrovsky. Actually, know, critiquing your lineup is easily the biggest. Who are all the bust players right now? Well, everyone you've had in your lineup for the last two weeks. I dropped Sergei Bobrovsky <laughs> as someone dropped Rask, so I was able to pick up Rask, and now he's come good because the bees have gone six yeah, on one yeah. in our last. So game. they've actually done something, which is nice. So that's all good, but so that's bust. But I mean, who kind of flew under the radar that's actually killing it? Thomas Volkanic, killing yeah. it, killing it. I got another one for you. Because the, the Canadians are killing it so hard on every front. Yeah, every and line. all their games are high-scoring games. So yeah, they're scoring like, what is Five it? Five to six goals a game? No, the average is oh, like the four. average is like four or something. That's huge, though, for I've, this far in already. I've got Tory Mitchell, right? Who's Tory Mitchell? Tory Mitchell, <laughs> currently for this season. I feel like he's my gardener. So John knows, every, John knows a lot about hockey, and he knows us who Tory Mitchell is. Tory Mitchell's already got like 10 points this year. He's sitting on 80 face. I think he's like their fourth-line center. How many angry Canadians fans are going to be commenting on our podcast right now? How do you not know who this guy is? Yeah, because look, I don't care about the Canadians. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I really <laughs> don't care about Montreal. I don't care. Um, I don't care. But, yeah, so he's flying under the radar and he's killing it. Colton Pareko, the mm, Blues rookie, yep. played in Alaska. I picked him up. Yeah. I had him and I dropped him. And? And John picked him up. That's what happened. So he's been he's been good under the radar. Well, I mean, you were you were bolstering up my man Sean Monahan for quite a while, and uh, I I snaked him in the draft. I've been blowing Sean Monahan's trumpet among other things for a couple of years now. You've really been sucking his dick pretty hard. Yeah, and I'm glad everyone's on board because Sean Monahan. I'm going to say it now. He's like a less boring version of Jonathan Taze. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know yeah, my favourite thing about like Jonathan Taves is? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's like vanilla ice cream. Like, you know he's there, he's like in the back of the freezer. You're like, if I could... I'm like, oh, you know what you need? Vanilla ice cream needs topping. It needs something on top of it. That's yeah. why they've got Kana. Yeah, well, I'm sure him. Whether he wants it or not. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> my beef with Taves is in one of the Blackhawks stockers, he was cracking the shits over losing in Mario Kart. Like, you've won three Stanley Cups, your girlfriend's a former playmate... 
Mario Kart's probably not the worst thing that's going to happen to you that year. I think you need to relax a little bit. I love the the Ritter Classic that he was in though, and that it's like he's like, oh yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Cool, man. Give me some personality. Yeah, give me a bit more. Anything. But so on actual fantasy stuff. So as as for serious movers and shakers. Who's out injured at the moment that's probably legitimately ruining fantasy seasons? John, you've got one. I had two. I had to drop Datsuk. Oh, who picked him up? You did, dick. Datsuk, and then... sitting there on IR, ready <laughs> so to come I... back and save no, no, my day. I've had Shattenkirk. I've, I've got Shattenkirk. I've had Katua. Last, mm. Literally last week, oh, actually, sorry, on Friday, my entire lineup was this is day-to-day. Hosa, uh... To be fair, and, like, and, and, and Shattenkirk, well, that's true as yeah. well. And I also had Tyler Johnson, he was also out. So I had half my team was out, so I scored no points in yeah. any category last week. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's pretty well, bad, I mean, that's happened. That, you should feel for me because but that's it's stunk. Those things stunk. happen. Those so things happen. Let's, let's take a move and let's, let's think about real life awesome versus fantasy awesome. So there's a huge difference, huge difference between killing it fantasy particularly if you're in a league that has many, many stats as opposed to the standard I'll give you one right now. I'll give you one right now. Who is it? Drew Doughty. Legend. Best defenseman in the world. We love him. He's kind of chunky. Huge. He wears thongs. He kills it. Fantastic hockey player. Has a goatee. Wouldn't touch him in fantasy because you know why? Yeah, puck possession's phenomenal. You don't have any categories for puck possession. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's no Corsi in fantasy. It doesn't work. That doesn't help anyone. On the other side, though, real-life bum, Dion Fanoff, fantasy gold because yeah, all he tries to do is cheap shot dudes with hits and blocks mm-hmm. he might punch you in the back of the head if you're not so paying attention are up. Mm-hmm. and because Toronto is such a dumpster fire he actually has seven assists already this season because the rest of their lineup's so rubbish who else is going to quarterback the power play well no that's one, true just Dion for North I kind of feel like they could put Dion for they could play three on three every power play and you know so what that's... Toronto would probably be a really good three on three team you'd have Kadri for North and what, like Komarov, maybe? Yeah, I back Kadri. I really like his yeah. Kadri. I think he's a legend. That'd be a pretty good. Yeah, he's like he... thirty-eight though, isn't he? He's super. No, old. he just looks thirty-eight. And was I think he shared a house with Phil Kessel for a while. Oh, that'll do it. Probably Phil Hayes, Cheeseburger. <laughs> that'll do it. That'll but, do um, it. Yeah, I know. Who else? Like, who's a who's a real life legend and a fantasy bust? Or the this other year, way obviously, it's Gatslav and Perry because they've oh. split them up. So it's, but in real life, we love them. We're actually going to talk about that a little later because I'm going to go on a huge rant about the Ducks. I can feel it. I can already feel it now. And this doesn't come from a place of hate, by the way. I, I, Pure love, of yeah, course. Yeah, I, I like the Ducks. So moving through, we've got... Watch that plus minus. This is a huge fantasy thing for us. So we'll be picking players who have tremendously bad plus minus and then we'll uh, make fun of them. Sup, Feligno? Everybody <laughs> on the Columbus Blue Jackets Done. is going to fuck <laughs> your plus minus this year. So at some stage this season, I've had Saad, I've had Foligno, mm-hmm. I had Bobrovsky, and I had Jack Johnson. They're all phenomenal players, and that plus-minus will single-handedly cost you your matchup. Plus, I needed another defenseman today. David Savard's numbers are phenomenal, except but, his plus-minus. <laughs> which basically rules it out, because... You can't, you can't do it's it. It's too hard. Like my plus-minus for the matchup just gone. I ended up with minus 10. Yeah, I had like minus of, 8 this week. Because of bums like that. Yeah, I, I had, but I had like... Almost no one start this week. Yeah. I, I I scraped through with my goalies. Yeah. Speaking of, oh, I think I just ended up beating Ham on some stat adjustments. What? <laughs> Suck shit, Ham. Suck it, Ham. Um. So, the next few ones are pretty good. So we'll just rip through them real quick. Goal. So, oh, you're not going to touch goalie selection? No, no, we need to talk about goalie selection because that's huge. Because I've done really well with my goalie selections well, this who year. Have you, who have you got? 
So I picked up my boy from Winnipeg, and then I've got Hutchie. So I've got Hachi, so he's doing really well. He's good. He's playing the backup, but he's going to force it, I reckon. It's not even a backup I've got the Hamburglar and... It's more of a tandem. And, well, they're going to have to because he's so good, right? And then I picked up the Hamburglar and I've got Lundqvist, so I'm doing really well in that. Yeah, that's good. My goalie situation's righted itself now after I got rid of that bum, Bob Ross. Yeah, he really hurt you, eh? I've got got Holtby, and he stunk it up for a couple games, but now he's found his feet, so it's fine. But he sucks. Thinking about Holtby, though, he sucks when they rest him too much. He has to keep playing. Yeah, which he's been doing two out of three. That's right. So, Grubauer is sick, too. So, I've got Rask. Yeah. We've got Freddie Anderson, who's underrated because, you know, people don't talk about Californian hockey often. They just focus on the Kings. Everyone's like, Californian hockey, Kings. They focus on the rivalry with the Sharks. That's cool. There is a team in Orange County. Maybe you've heard of them. They're called the Anaheim Ducks. They've actually won a Stanley Cup, something San Jose haven't done. Mm. So, I feel people should probably talk about that a little bit more because Frederick Anderson's sick. He's going to start 70 games this year because they want to let John Gibson cook in the AHL a little And... Didn't they get Anton Hudobin as their backup? Yeah, oh, he, he fucking sucks. So bad. So he's gonna get a heap of <laughs> but games. But he's he, he was playing. I remember watching the doco well recently. I watched the doco recently. He was he was playing like back in the early nineties, like for real. Like he's been playing. He must have been playing for years and it years. It looks and like years. he was playing in the early nineties. His haircut needs some work. I'll say that much. Well, that's true. That's seriously <laughs> true. Um. So what else we got here? We got. Don't buy fast dudes and rubbish teams. So you can think of the worst team, the imaginable right now, the BJs. Let's discount the BJs for the next 10 well, games. I just said that. Toronto are terrible. But, but I grab right. Dion for North because he's going to bolster all my, all my defensive stuff. And then we've also got... Um, so anyone on the Flames is actually looking pretty good right now. Except for the plus minus. Except for the plus minus. But that's okay. I've got Monaghan and he's doing fine. Well, I had so the top and nine. I dropped his ass. Really? Yeah, I dropped wow. him. Wow. He's on the waiver wire if you guys want to go and grab him, actually. I don't, but that's cool. No way. All right, so let, let's let's stop for a minute and talk about overvalued players. So well, this is my forte. This is this is your forte because you often spend all week jabbering on about players who are sick and then they do nothing at yeah. the weekend when they actually play. So <laughs> I think the biggest overrated, maybe, I'm not going to say bust, but overrated thus far in fantasy. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just going to say it real life. Jacob Voracek is having a stinker of a season. Didn't he? He sucked last year, though. No, he scored like 80 plus points last year. But didn't I mean, he, don't wait, 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 he started really slow, though. Yeah, right? look, and so it's the, the same thing. The Flyers are a horrible hockey team, and that's fine. There's not a lot to like about them. The Shen brothers, yeah. whatever. I do like Radko Gudis, that's not fair. But Voracek. I like him better on the Lightning, though. Yeah, Voracek's kind of blowing it this year. Yeah. There's actually a guy in our league, Clint, who ended up with Voracek and Giroux, so he's having a terrible. Terrible time. I've got him this week. It's going to be super interesting. Oh, you're going to poleaxe him. Um, Chris Kunitz, he's not just overrated because he's not having a great year this year. I just straight up think he is a coattail riding jerk-off. And he's won gold medals for Canada riding Sid Crosby's line. <laughs> like, he, how only much perfor- is he... he only performs well when he's on a line with Sid Crosby. He's like he's like the supporting actor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not even going to be an Academy Award. Like, yeah, cool you know, story, man. But you know what he is, like, though? You he's are, he's you're drama like, in the entourage. He is drama. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's not even a good supporting actor role. It's okay, he's a shit one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like the friend that you don't want to have. Yeah. Like, right. oh, Kunitz is here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Thank God he can't show up at the party. No. Going to add Ryan Kessler to the list because yeah. people expected big things from him this year he signed a 36 odd million dollar deal to stitch him up for the rest of his career essentially going nowhere it's just not working and the reason they bought him in 
from the Nucks to the Ducks. See what I did there? I did, I feel it. That's pretty good. good. The reason they brought him in is he was supposed to play heavy minutes behind Getzlaff, giving Getzlaff and Perry a break so they could be fresh for the playoffs. And he's kind of not doing much of anything. But then they, because it's been so bad, they've had to split up yeah. Getzlaff and Perry, and that hasn't worked out either. It's not so they've got Nothing's working. Nothing's working. But I, I see, the thing is... They did win today, though. They did. But I really like their coach. I'm a huge Bruce Boudreau fan because ex-cap... He's getting used fired. Used to be the Caps. He's getting fired. He's he getting is, sorry. fired. Although, I did, I did hear an interview with the GM recently, the Ducks GM. He's like, no, no, we back... We're backing Bruce for now, but whenever they say that, they fire them. Whenever, but but I see. I I'm, I'm going to hold hold Bruce true because I still think he's a legend. And I still think he's got it in him. Whenever so, they say we stand by our coach, they fire the coach. Yeah, it's basically that game always over happens. Huge. Um, the other one, and this is an incredibly obvious one. Anyone who follows the game even slightly knows this. Marion Gaborik, he's an absolute legend when it comes to the playoffs, right? That's but the if Kings the Kings are, even make it this year. Nah, they're looking good. <laughs> but the thing is, they've signed him for $7 million a year, and he's sitting around doing... That's Ovi money. Fuck all. And he always sits around and does nothing in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Maybe an assist here or there. You Maybe. He's like the reverse Rick Nash, right? He's great in the playoffs, but he might not do enough to even get there. Whereas Rick Nash, this season obviously excluded because he's stinking up the joint, yeah. is an absolute regular season legend and a playoff ghost. Yeah, he just goes um, nowhere. And we'll throw Nick Foligno in because, I don't know, maybe the weight of being the Columbus first captain in his first season is starting mm. to get to him. They're having a bad year. Mm. He's the captain. He's not playing terribly. His plus minus is horrible. You need to leave from the front. I kind of feel like that team doesn't have an identity at the moment. You know who I think should be the Blue Jackets captain. I feel like you're gonna. Boone yeah. Jenner. <laughs> right. I, I felt like he was coming. Yeah. But they've got all. They do have a lot of injuries. Obviously, as well. a silly statement. I just like Boone Jenner. We love. We love Boone Jenner. Yeah. Of course we do. Dalton Prout. What's not to like? David Savard. Of course. There's heaps of dudes we love. And then of course there's Luch, who. Oh, we're, back on, the, we're back on the Kings now. Of course we are. Well, Luch. obviously Luch is not doing well. Like, let's He's be honest. He's had to find real... his feet a little more because they've moved him onto a line with Carter. They've moved him away from Kopitar. Ah, but so Kopitar. I think he's looking better maybe... on that line. Maybe he's making a move. Well, I think you've segued really nicely into the point I was going to say next. So, let's get this out of the way. We're already a few weeks into the season. Contract talks have not progressed with Steven Stamkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And nothing's happened with Kopitar yet, so... Kopitar's in a contract year and he's stinking up the joint. Stamkos is having a real good year after being a bit of an MIA act in the playoffs. Let's inject, though. Kopitar wants eight and a half, doesn't he? I'm throwing two scenarios out there. Huge. The Maple Leafs have absolutely cleaned house. They've shared cap space. They've shared roster room. They've got 22 mil. They've shared whatever. There's, There's basically nothing holding up the Toronto Maple Leafs at the moment. They've got a couple of sticks. Do you yeah. know who they've made way for? Stephen fucking Stamkos. All right? That's huge. That's huge, that right? That is huge. Now, Heard at, it here first. At the moment, yeah, like, like the Bolts aren't going to be stupid enough just to let Stamkos walk in free well, no, agency. They'll so they'll trade in mid-season for yeah. an armful of picks. The other one, for me, the LA Kings are right up against the cap crunch right. However, they've shed Mike Richards' salary because he's been kicked out of the mm. league for, it appears, smuggling drugs over the Canadian border. Good on mm. him for getting caught by a horse... You know, a dude on a horse. A dude on a horse, like, a horse with a slingshot. Like, come, like, come um, back here. <laughs> what? Luch has made no secret of the fact that he would go love to play for his hometown team. For those that don't know, he played for the Vancouver Giants in the WHL. The Nucks have a lot of room. They've moved on some dudes. I think Luch going to Vancouver. Do the LA Kings say, you know what, Kopitar, we love you. You're not worth the money you're asking. See you later. And do they make a play for Stephen Stamkos? 
I, I at least think that they're going to make a play to just clean up some of their their top line guys who just aren't doing an, I enough. Would love. They're going to boot some dudes probably mid season. Would love to see Stamkos heading up the Kings lineup. Kind of reminds me of a you know a chiselled high scoring athlete by the name of Wayne Gretzky departing for Los Angeles and spearheading Kings hockey. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. I think... And you say that wearing your Bruins hat. I'm so upset at you right now. Yeah, look, I think Stamkos <laughs> is... Um, yeah, he's going to end up with Toronto or Los Angeles. And... That was massive. Like, that was huge. Like, yeah. I, I, will, I, I will say that, I reckon that would be, like, the most the most brilliant Cinderella story. Like, this, like yeah, they, they like, it. trickle confetti on the ground as he gets off the plane. <laughs> like, here he is. He just saved right. the day. Like, I don't see Bolt's management getting bent over by one player. Like, they've shown they can make tough decisions. They've got a lot of really good young kids. They've got great goaltending. They've got Victor Hedman. They've got Braden Kovac. They've got the triplets. They've got yeah, Black, right. Warren, Johnson, Kucherov. There's, like, good, there's, there's good names everywhere. everywhere. They've got Jonathan Druin, right? Yeah, yeah, who's killing it. Which is why I thought there was maybe some stuff, uh, substance to the, the Flames rumor where they were like, we'll trade, was it Sam Bennett, Monaghan, yeah, yeah, that's right. first damn because That no, kind of makes true sense. Picks, so it was huge, yeah. It kind of makes sense. That's big money, though, because, like, imagine all of those dudes yeah. playing for Lightning right now. Yeah, they can't afford the cap room. <laughs> like, can you imagine that? It'd be brutal. Here's another one for you, and this is a bit of a running joke at the moment because I'm not sure if we've covered this yet. John goes to the Washington Capitals. Good on him. They've never won shit. And, nah. stuck by and we never will. Never will. Uh, I go for the Boston Bruins because I'm a piece of shit. So congratulations. That's the hat. Um, and the stupid haircut. Continue. Get around it. Based on current output, though, should the Pittsburgh Penguins consider trading Sidney Crosby to the Devils for Travis Zajac? Why yes, run? of course. Let's just say that Zajac's ahead as far as points are concerned. Zajac is currently demolishing Crosby. Yeah, by heaps too. And face-off wins. Yeah, last time I checked, his... His fantasy value was significantly higher. Yeah. Well, I picked up Adam Henrique, who's killing it, by the way. Yeah, I was almost going to... Dude, he was on like seven points and like 60 face-off wins or something. He's doing really well. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I know. He's actually one of my better dudes right now, like, because everyone's injured. Well, you know what we're going to jump into? Because we've had a bit of fantasy banter. We're going to get into real-life banter. Oh, let's do it. We're going to do a bit of a, a bit of a quick... Quick look at every team, right? Oh, yes. The hot takes. So, I'm going to start with the ducks. The hot cakes. The hotcakes, I like that. I love it. I love some hotcakes. Who wouldn't? So we ate breakfast, baby. La at the end of the playoffs, Jonathan Taves said, hands down, the Ducks were the Hawks' toughest matchup. He said they were the most skilled, they were the fastest, they were the most physically grueling. We suspected things would change. Not this bad. It is an absolute tire fire. Not just for the obvious reasons. So Getzlaff playing hurt is now out. Yep, that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Splitting up Getzlaff <clears throat> and Perry. Always a bad decision. That'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Kessler not killing it. Probably not going to help. However, losing Bolesky in free agency to Boston, we love having him over in Boston, so thank you very much. I feel he, like I should have done more to keep him. It's a bit of an underrated kick in the ass because that kid scored 20 goals and 40 points last year. Not huge. When you can barely score three goals a game, that's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. They gave up Emerson Eden in the trade with the Rangers, I believe, for Carl Haglin. And the other one which no one's talked about and I find very silly, is they gave up Kyle Palmieri to the Devils. Palmieri is not what you would call a hockey household name. Mm-mm. He is a good, solid hockey player, and the Anaheim Ducks were built on having entire rows of good, solid hockey players. Now, now they don't have them anymore. No, no, but see, that's actually kind of why, like, Palmieri's doing really well with the Devils right now, because so they've look, got so many dudes, well with the Devils. but they've got so many dudes that were just 
complete wash-ups, no one wanted them, and they've just gone, we'll have you, and here's... Our boy Trevor Zajac. Our boy Zajac, who is all over it right now, and can reek. He could be our Sean Monaghan this season. He could be. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. So, look, I honestly don't know how the Ducks are going to fix this. I mean, Freddie Anderson's been giving them really good goaltending. They, but they can't got, score. They, they can't do anything with it. Getzlaff basically needs to walk out of that hospital land back on the line with Corey Perry again and those dudes need to light it up like I'm talking they've, they've already played what this year 10 games Yeah. they each need 70 points in the remaining 70 they're games not, they're not doing it right as far, like right Maybe. now they're barely going to crack 50 yeah like barely like yeah. they're barely going to crack 40 right now the only it's thing that happen. might save this team unfortunately is a coaching <clears throat> shake up but even then I mean who are you going to grab there's not a lot of red hot coaches kicking no. around well Biles was gone Torts is gone um, who's I'm, left? I'm not available. No, nah, you're so, not available. Yeah. Adam Oates, I think, is available. But who wants Adam Oates? Absolutely not. <laughs> even no the, even the, the Caps fired him after a season, but then mm. the Devils took him back and then fired him again. Yeah. So he's been fired three times last three years. No one's picking him up. He's well, done. Let's move on to the Yotes because at least that's something to smile about. Because no, I really like the Yotes. No one expected a thing from Arizona this year, right? Like they were. Everyone would have been completely happy with them finishing dead last in the league because. Yeah, well, everyone's like, oh, they've got heaps of young dudes. Don't worry about it. Teams talk about rebuilding. This is a rebuild. Like, yeah. they ground up. Their kids are absolutely killing it. Like, Max Domi, Anthony DeClaire, Ekman Larson, obviously, is killing it. Yeah. Mike Smith has mm-hmm. remembered how to be a goalie again. He's yeah. been great. Um, Doan and Hansel are holding up their end of the bargain for the old guys. They're providing not just leadership, like, it, it, it seems to work. Just it's remember, right group of dudes. don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. We're um, huge Shane Doan fans. I tell you what I am disappointed with, though. Because I love the I love the romance of Antoine Vermette going to win a cup with the Blackhawks oh, and it. then going home to Arizona. He has not done very <laughs> yeah. much. It's stinking. I like. I, I it's a great feel story. Like he's, he's won his cup and he's like, yeah, I don't oh care. fuck it, who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Um, like, good the, on him though. On to Boston. Oh yes, the bees. The bees. Um, interesting stat. Best power play team in the league at the moment. We've only mm. given up 15 goals against in the last seven games. You guys are tracking really actually well. Actually, settling. We've got some good young defensemen in there. Because the first um, four games were not great. Abs- I was I was ready to throw in the season already. After it was three really games. bad. Well, you and everyone in Massachusetts was like, "Fuck this! Yeah, what's hockey?" Everyone just like uh, there must have been dudes like yeah. burning effigies, yeah. like in Boston, the streets of Boston. Well, initially <laughs> people were like, oh, "We need to make a big defensive move right now," and that's when the rumors for Bufflin came up. They kind of stayed their course, and I'm going to give Don Sweeney credit for this because he dug his heels in and he rode the wave. He's like, nope, we've got the right pieces. And, you know, Krug stepped up his role and he's looking good. Kevin Miller's proven that he's more than just a tough guy. He's been playing really good hockey. Mm-hmm. Adam McQuaid's earning his contract. Like, people underestimate that he's actually like, got a good, safe pair of hands back there. Um, Chara seems to be healthy. The only major out at the moment is Seidenberg, and I don't know if we need him. Mm. So that's all good. Well, I mean, you were talking about them getting rid of Seidenberg last like, year. Last year. So Maybe even the year before. But that's I'm I'm cranky like that, that'll happen. Yeah yeah, but all Boston fans are. Yeah. This guy sucks this week. Trade it Um <laughs> Buffalo. Look, Buffalo still have a shitty Buffalo record. Buffalo are doing heaps good at being Buffalo right now. Yeah, they've got a shitty record, but they look a lot better look doing better than last year. Than when they still had a shitty record. Again they're, they're having more fun. They're working each other out. I think losing Robin Lena hurts or Lenya, however you pronounce Lena. it. Lena, there you go. Um, losing your starting goal is never a good time, but Eichel looks great. He's probably going to finish runner-up in the Calder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ryan, uh, Ryan O'Reilly is really good. Evander Kane was looking good until he hurt got his injured, leg. Yeah, that's right. Tyler Ennis looks good on that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and they've got dudes coming back. I just picked up Cody Franzen. He's doing really well, doing, too. Well, they've got dudes coming back. They've got Zach Bogosian. Yeah, who's sick. Injured, who they got that's right. Trade. He's a really good player. Um, and they've got Zemgus Jurgensen. We love Jurgensen. We love him. He's the only Latvian player in the NHL. Get around it. Yeah. He's Latvian. Yeah, he's Latvian. He's Latvian. Yeah. That's right. Um, I think the future's bright for Buffalo, which kind of stinks if you support a team in the Atlantic Division against them, but, you know... Because they'll cream you in three years. Yeah, but... Unless all of them get pissed off and demand and trades, yeah. which is a very likely situation. But you know what we do enjoy? We like parity in hockey. So I like the That's fact right. that teams are improving. That's uh, right. Calgary. Okay, so Calgary are probably one of our shared favourite teams. Love the Flames. Did heaps good last year. Love them. Would you say they overachieved? Given I feel like they horrible just, puck possession numbers. <laughs> I feel like they just horrible snuck in, and and then because they snuck in, you know how everyone was doing that, like predict predict the yeah. this the the stupid you know the thing with, yeah. in the NHL thing where you could predict who was going to win the cup. Everyone picked the Flames. Well, they like, won their first round series. They, they did. The, who they beat? I can't remember. They beat someone. Was it the Canucks? No, oh, no, no, the Canucks didn't even make it. Anyway, they won their first round matchup. Yeah, they did. But then they got cream. Like, they got Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but look, this year they're really, really sucking. And I think their inability to actually hang on to the puck's really hurting them. And I don't know how they got away with it last year, but they're not getting it. They don't look clean. Year. Like, I watched one of their games recently. It just looks. Johnny, Gou- Johnny Goudreau looks incredible. Yeah. Like, he's killing it. But, like, Bennett's being quiet. Monaghan's being quiet. I'm um, talking about the defense. Like, Giordano's top five D man in the league. He looks not great. Um, and we'll touch more on this later because I'm actually going to make a huge deal about this. Dougie Hamilton is not killing it, and nah. boy, am I enjoying it. Dude, that. when when, we, when the Cats played him, Dougie Hamilton gave up two goals himself. Yeah. We creamed him like 5 1 or something. You know why? Or... Because for a gentleman who's 6 foot 5, Dougie's a giant pussy. Ah, yes. That's what happens when you pull out a checks. Um, Under the canes. Carolina <clears throat> losing Wisniewski early. Very, 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 very much stings. And that I'm was bad for them. brutal. Did you see that ACL tear? Yeah, it was, it was not massive. Great. But you know what? The Canes are really competitive. I really like the Canes. And this isn't just because one of the dudes in our league, who happens to be one of the only Canes fans I've ever met, is actually one of the nicest dudes in the world. He's the only Canes fan I've ever met. Huge. But I mean, I'm looking at this, right? Yeah, they've played 12 games, so they're on a 5-7 win-loss record, right? But the games they're losing, they're not getting flogged. Like, no, it's only like one goal. Games. Um, Maybe two. I think they're going to be in a spot of bother at the end of the year. It's obvious that Stahl has asked for stupid money in tenure mm-hmm. to force a trade. He doesn't want to be there. No, he wants Does to Does he bounce. want to go hang out with his brother again in New York? I don't know. But I think they're really good. I think Noah Hannafin is the real deal. The kid's a top five pick. Mm-hmm. They say it takes defensemen longer to um, you takes know, develop in the league. Mature, I think is the word. I think he looks while. really good. Um, so the Canes are surprisingly enjoyable to watch. Um, I'm not having a terrible time with it. I actually really like watching their games. They're really fast. They skate really well. Yeah, they're a fast team. I mm, think that. I really dig that. So onto the Blackhawks. Wow. So this losing exci- Sharpie was huge. This is exciting for me because I really don't like the Blackhawks. Well, I see. I, I actually have to disagree with you. I like the Blackhawks, but I hate their fans. They that's, haven't beaten you in a Stanley Cup, though. That's true. That's so, true. The Cups haven't been in a Stanley Cup, so let's just move on. That's why. I well, not since the 90s anyway. Yeah. So... I like the Blackhawks. I hate their fans because all of their fans, well, not sorry, all of them. most of their fans didn't know anything about hockey until, let's say, the mid noughties And when you say they should preface that with saying the fans you hear from in Australia. 
Well, in, well. Although there's a lot of there's, there's a the, lot of fans who are just like, hey man, I'm heaps yeah. into punks. Guess what I'm also into? That's true. Heaps into wearing all sorts of mad merch. And yeah. the problem with them is they have the best looking merch going around. They do. They do. But this year, well, they've lost Sharp. Huge. That was to do. They've got John and Dallas who are obviously killing it. That's right. Castillo's retired. Yeah. That's gone back to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Kane's having a great year, as much as that pains me to say. That little shit. Um, yeah. Duncan Keith's out for six weeks, and what that's actually, what that's essentially doing, and I've had this argument before with everyone. With everyone, Corey Crawford is not a world class goaltender. He no. gets to play behind Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook for half an hour a game, right? So he doesn't have to be the best goalie around. He doesn't have to be a world-class goalie. He just has he to be, be there. Be pretty good. Yeah, like and he, he has to be he's at the elite level, but he doesn't have to be. He's not like top three, like everyone yeah. says he is. Because I also disagree. But here's the thing that's going to upset me, right? As much as I want to say there's no way the Black Hawks can go back to back, we said last year there's no way they can win three of six. While Chicago don't look that good now, they didn't look that good this time last year either, and they that's came true. back and killed everybody. Plus, they might not look that good. Is anybody looking that good at the moment? Who's playing D right now? Apart from Montreal, who's just dead set killing it? Montreal and Dallas. Yeah. At the moment, you'd say it's a Montreal-Dallas cup final, which I don't see one of those two teams sustaining that. No. Which I'll get to in a second. Particularly Dallas. I don't see them. I don't see them going for it. Can we move on to the Avs? Still old, still stink. Look, they're coming off a stinker of a year. Like, it's still old, still sick. Like, that's that's it, right? They're still, still crap. Like, <laughs> I, I wrote some notes on this. They've gotten <laughs> yeah, older, they slower, <laughs> and they're less offensively gifted. McKinnon and Landeskog are still going to kill it. I love those dudes, and I love Jerome McKinnon. He only played for Boston for a year, and I fucking love I'm Jerome always, I'm, Jerome's one of my favourite dudes. Ever since he punched Vinny LeCavier in the face in a Stanley Cup final, I've loved Jerome McKinnon. Um, but I, I like his story as well. That's a good one. You know, they're again, they're an ancient kind of team. Like Jerome is almost forty. Tenge is off his balls. He's older than old man balls. Um, he's so old. And they picked up Francois Beauchemin. He's old as well. And they kind of look it. They look slow. Like they they're not playing exciting hockey. It's Let's not call it. You know, yeah, it's not even a good time. Although I do like their new jersey, the alternate one. That is, no, I love it. It looks yeah. like a Cubs jersey. It's sick. Moving on to the BJs, we've kind of covered this. We were high on them before the start of the season. Now we are not. Uh, friend, <laughs> a friend of mine that. in the US, Monty, laughed at me when I said the BJs are going to have a killer year, and he said I was a moron. You are correct. You Columbus are. Columbus are sticking and, up the joint. But on paper, it looks sick. Like, on paper, if you take away the stats from this year, yeah. and you get all of last year's stats, and yeah. you go, this is how it's going to play out, yeah. they're a top... They're, they're a top team in the East. That's how it is. Yeah. Right? Look. That's just... Without, without question, that is how it's happening. But angry. then you factor in what's happened this year, and yeah. it's, it's I'm, not, I'm not even angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm sad um, for them. It's like it just feels like there are other things that could have gone on that just haven't, and it's really sad. Like, like a car fire or something. Like a really nice car, though. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a Maserati driving into a brick wall. Or something. It's not. You're not driving past Coles and there's a Daewoo Lion or some fire in the car park. No, no. You just drive past it. Like yeah, yeah. You see, you see a Maserati. Up against a concrete wall, a single solemn tear yeah. falls from your eye. <laughs> like um, that's the that's the BJ's right now. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Um, the Dallas Stars, like I love the Dallas Stars. Behind Johnny Boychuk, Jamie Ben's my favorite player in the NHL. He does yeah. everything right. He's a captain's captain. He's he a is. skillful player. He's an incredible skater. He's a hard man. He leads his team. He stands up for his team. They've got you know great looking uniforms. Obviously, which is very important. Very important. They've plugged a lot of gaps in their lineup. Niemi's 
not killing it down there, but you know, him I think and he's doing better than he was. Pretty good. I reckon he's better than how he was at yeah. over in when he was playing for the Sharks. Surely, pick up Johnny Oduya, which is huge. We well, really thing, like him. The thing with Oduya is he's never going to be a superstar, but he seems to have brought some calm to their defense because, like Alex uh, Goligoski still looks pretty good. Jason Demers looks good. Um, I believe Jordy Ben, Jamie's brother, mm. he's down there. He's doing well. Um, look, I really like Dallas, and they are absolutely killing it. Spezza's oh, John Klingberg as well. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Legend. Don't forget Spezza, he's killing it. Spezza's having a good year. Um, he is, finally. And obviously Tyler Sagan being, doing Tyler and Sagan things. That's right, that's um, right. Dallas are probably going to have an incredible year if they can sustain this rate of play. There's no reason why they can't go deep in the playoffs. But they were sick this time last year, though. The only thing might trip them up, that might trip them up, is experience. That's so we'll right. See. That's right. But having Odu there is good. Sharpie as well. This well is, these are all good things. They've and got then, dudes who've won cups. They do. So let's move on to the wings. The wings are shit. And I'm going to say it. One of the dudes in our league is an old friend of mine. Mr. He, he knows more about hockey than anybody I've ever met in my life. The dude lives it. He knows more than both of us. Yeah. And we know, I know a, a lot. fair bit. Um, Detroit is sucking. They made some good moves. Mike Green's going to be really good for their power play. Brad Richards is obviously a good dude. Mm-hmm. It's not working out. Um, Nyquist is having a good year. Tatar was having a good year. Abdulkader's having a good year, but none of them are having great years. Yeah, I feel like um, Abdulkader's probably doing the best of the bunch, but that's kind of it, though. The only thing I'm really enjoying with um, Detroit is Dylan Larkin. Mm, he's awesome. He's I, really, I, I watched a, a Wings game recently, and I'm like, this kid is going to be an absolute, absolute jet. jet. There's no way. You it's, do have to say, though, that's all on IR if they get Datsuk not if when they get Datsuk back so in three weeks when he rolls back in we'll see how it goes we'll reassess yeah reassess we'll but reassess. Green is not doing great so no I thought he was going to be a real like he was going to reignite their defence make them more offensive he's and it's just bank. he's made his retirement fund he he's made yeah, yeah, he's cashed that in. He's cashed it in yeah onto, so, the, onto the Oilers and like, I'm going to start by saying I'm cursing them because Former Bruins GM Peter Chiarelli is in charge of the Oilers. He traded away my favorite player, Johnny Boychuk. I hate you. However, he's doing a really good job with his team. Yeah, I mean, way to turn it around. Yeah. Look, it's not hard to do a good job with a team. Like, if you're the GM for a team that's got 40 million cap space because your team sucks and you've got the first pick, you kind of, you'd have to work hard to blow it. So, yes, they've got <laughs> Connor McDavid. The hype is justified. He's killing it. Yeah. Connor McDavid has improved the play of everybody around him. Yakupov looks good. Eugene Hopkins looks really good. The mm-hmm. defense is settled. Andre Sakara has been really good on mm-hmm. their blue line. Uh, they've Cam got Talbot, Talbot and goals yeah. looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get... Um, who are they getting back off IR soon? Jordan Eberle. Of course. Who's, and he's good too, yeah. They've just called up Leon, and uh, correct me if I mess up the pronunciation, Dreisatel or whatever it is. I don't know. He's been festering down there for a, bl- a bit. He looks really good. He scored two goals in his first game. I like him. He's big. Works Mark out. this down. Mark it down. See, if you want sleepers, listen to us. We yeah. have everything. All right, I'm on the Panthers. Oh, I so, like the Panthers. I watched a Panthers game against the Caps at the weekend. And the hockey was good. The hockey was great, hockey except was there was no one there. If uh, when people start were... listening to this podcast, we're, and you know we're hoping a lot of guys who are into the Australian Ice Hockey League listen, there is more guys at an Ice Mustangs local derby down out of Florida Panthers game. There were seriously about 2,000 people there. There were more people in the drive through of the McDonald's next to my house right now than there were at the Panthers game, and that's really sad because the quality of the hockey was really good. And I'm going to use this as a massive sidestep here for about 30 seconds because I'm always banging on about my conspiracy theory shit. 
The Florida Panthers, people expected them to suck and be poorly attended for a while, right? That's cool. They're actually playing well now. So it's not their play that's turning people away. In the city of Miami, the Miami Dolphins suck. The Miami Marlins suck. And baseball season finished, by the way. And the Heat are obviously pretty good. So only two of your four major sporting teams are performing. There's no excuse not to go and see a Florida Yeah, Panthers why is game. no one going? Like, seriously, people there was no one there. in South Florida. The people who go, right? And I watched a game the other day. They're all transplants. They're retirees supporting the visiting team. Yeah, there was no young, young families people. who want to move to Florida but and there was get no away young people there. state tax. I, dude, I watched, I watched the game. There was no young people there. So there was no, like... It's I went to Horizon Center, like, in January this year. Yeah. And seriously, it was packed. Like, what about, like, selling every game there, right? I was sitting... You know, like amongst me it's was the just, Redskins suck. That's true, but let's be honest. I was sitting amongst a bunch of young dudes, like young people, like who were just drinking, have a good time. Young people. There was no young people at this game. Even the TV camera was struggling to find young people. It was Halloween night. Yeah, I did see that. And actually. there was, was nobody there. They couldn't find anyone in costumes. They had yeah. some like fat hillbilly guy without a shirt on in the tunnel. Yeah, I saw that dude. But yeah, yeah, eating fucking like Doritos or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, what? Find so, someone, pay someone to show up. Like, fuck. So where I was heading with that was, the Florida Panthers have lost $80 million in the last three years on hockey operations. Yeah, and their GM says that he's going to keep the he's team running keep, no matter what. And he keeps, because he keeps getting money from the city of Miami. They can't give him any more money. They've already been bled dry by the Marlins. Anyway, my proposal <laughs> is done. this. Donald Batman, go download our podcast because you need to listen to my shit. Florida Panthers need to relocate to Quebec. They can be the Quebec team. In two years, you can launch two new West Coast teams. You can have a Vegas team, and then you can choose to put a team in either Portland or Seattle. Before you say, oh no, the conferences aren't balanced anymore. Move the Blackhawks to the Eastern Conference. The Where Bulls, they should be. The Bulls play in the East, and they don't complain about it. Move the Blackhawks to the Eastern Conference. Everyone's happy. The Panthers cannot survive in South Florida. Well, we talked about this when they redid the conferences anyway. Mm. And there was there was huge talk of, of Chicago coming back anyway. Mm. So I think they should do it now. They should go, like, when they start moving teams, because they have to move They have to. Like, nobody's showing up. Like, is Tampa Bay is going off. They've basically built something like LA Live there. No, they have their own, yeah, that's right. Like People love it. It's basically and the Staples Center just superimposed on Tampa. Yeah, and the vaults are great. So it's not going to work in South Florida. I'm sorry, Panthers. Yeah, get over it. Move on. Go away. That's right. Well, we'll turn out. Oh, we're talking about Florida, but I want to stop on there for a second. So they had like six injuries when they played the Caps, right? Right. They still killed it. Yeah, they're a good team. Dude. They're a great team. Because they got, they got Bouchard. Bouchard is an absolute legend. Do you know who's sick for the Panthers and no one talks about him? Vincent Trocek. I don't think he played. Yeah, get around him. You watch. He's had 10 points this season already. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Kings. He, he's another champ special. Let's, let's move on to the Kings. We've had too many champ specials. Move on. This, get over and, it. And the note we've got there is kind of not entirely relevant now because they've shuffled the lines. Luchik, we were calling him as an early season bust. Now that they've paired him up with Carter, he looks good. Tyler Toffoli's found his step. He's mm-hmm. killing it. I've got him in my um, other league. He's doing really well. Jeff yeah. Carter looks really good this year. But mm. man, Dustin Brown's getting paid $5 million a season. And I know he's an inspirational leader, and yeah. Here it is. I've always hated Dusty. The same. I've always hated him. Don't know what it is. Really? It's too clean cut for me. I've always hated him. How's he clean cut? He looks like a bomb. Look at him. Like, he's got the nice haircut. He's got a nice looking wife. Don't know why I, don't, I just don't like him. I do like the LA Kings, and I'll always have a soft spot for the LA Kings. A couple of my really good friends go for them. And when I say go for them, they actually go for them. As opposed like, to just wear their As hats. opposed to everybody else, especially in Australia, who in the last two years has A, discovered hockey and goes, 
Well, I'll go for the LA Kings because so and so does. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah tell if me you're one not, player. If you're not right? J Rock, Marvel, Jake Fraser, am I missing anybody? Or Liam Mulligan, and you talk to me about the LA Kings in this country, you're a fucking dickhead. Straight That's up. It, straight up, I'm saying it now. <laughs> That's how it is. Alright, let's make a move. So, we're under the wild. Jeez, we're getting through it. We're killing it. Look, we used to be high on the wild. And they're playing really good games, right? I love... I really love Zach Parisa. He's a legend. I don't even care about... I love him. He's I don't even care about the big names. I'm all about Charlie Coyle, Spurgeon. Yeah, yeah. I love Spurgeon. He's good. I think they're a good team. And again, they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to upset some real good teams throughout the year. But are they going to go all the way? way. That's right. They're not. But... I've heard that they're in the market for Kyle Poso. Really? Well, it feels like everyone's in the market for Kyle Poso though, because he seems like every year there's some rumour attached to him. Is he going to go? Is he not? This feels like there's always something. But here's the thing with the Wild, though. How many more wingers can they collect? They need more help on defence. Maybe a centre or two to actually win face-offs in nah, their own Mika, zone. Mika That's Mika a Koibu, huge one. He's the face-off he's the, legend. Isn't, doesn't he lead? He led last year. Like 800 face-offs. Yeah, yeah, it was year. huge. But uh, let's just stop for a minute and just remember that Mike Rupp is still on their roster. Really? It's listed. Go to Google and check it out. Mike Rupp is listed as a Minnesota Wild player. There it is. We love, love you, Rupper. Yeah, we We're love We're a huge Rupper fan. Montreal. Um, look. Not much to say. They're killing it. They've only lost two games. They're the team to beat. Quite frankly, that's really infuriating. Mm-hmm. I, I just really don't like the Montreal Canadiens. Plekanec um, is killing it. Plekanec's killing it. Galchenyuk's killing it. Mm-hmm. Pacioretty is a phenomenal hockey player. Dude, he's a I'm, legend. Every time I look at him, it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time he goes near the puck, he does something good and it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm not going to say this year, though? It's been so easy to bash P.K. Saban over the years because we're, we're all jealous. He's a phenomenal hockey player. He's everything you want from a D-man. Now he's a bigger legend. Now he's not just a good hockey player. That dude donated $10 million of his own dollars yeah. unprompted to a children's hospital just to be a good that's, dude. That's 18 so months worth of hockey for him. I need to say right now, you're not going to hear me talk shit on P.K. Saban again. He'd have to club a baby seal in front of me for me to say something bad about yeah, him. Even then, I'd still be like, but he donated yeah. $10 million to a so children's hospital. Get over it, Good dude. on him. He's a good <laughs> like, dude. It makes it very hard to dislike him, so I'm going to focus all my hate on Pacioretty for absolutely just no reason. Just being awesome, yeah. Other than the fact that it's Montreal. That's right. That's right. That's um, the same reason I hate Hugh Jackman. Same thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate him. Why? He's so good at everything. Yeah, pisses me off. He's a handsome dude. He's a handsome guy. Good. Love him. All right, let's hit the head. Let's hit the Preds. They're doing well. I love the National Predators, as a lot of us do. Um, the reason say... why everyone likes the Predators because they wear that fucking piss-coloured uniform. But you know what's sick about the Preds, right? They got pretty deep into the playoffs last year, like second mm. round. They got beat by Chicago. Mm. I had them to beat Chicago. In I that had run. them in my bracket as yeah. well. When they lost to Chicago, and from memory, they lost a series four-two. Mm. Weber wasn't playing, he was injured, and yep. neither was Pekka Rune. Now they're all back. If they had Pekka Rune and Shea Weber last year, they would have been <clears> the Chicago Blackhawks. Therefore, they would have won the cup. This year, not only do they have those guys again, Roman Yossi has been Weber's protege for a couple of years. Some might say he's Roman. He's, he's just killing, he's master, surpassed him now. The master is learning now. Yeah, Yossi's absolutely on fire this year. Seth Jones looks really yeah. good. They've got all these little bit players that come along and just do a really good job. Like Ryan Ellis is killing it. Mm. Colin Wilson looks really yeah, good. Yeah, like they like, had... Like you barely heard Boo out of Ribeiro, right? Exactly, but 
he still he just shows up and the scores like in so, ten games he'll score he'll hit like fifteen points and then he'll just shut up again. But, I like Nashville. I like Mike Fisher too. So mm, I, like I really Nashville. like Mike Fisher. All right, the Devils. We were gonna slam the Devils, right? Two dudes in our league. One of whom is John's brother. Go for the Devils. He's a flog, by the way. The more I think about it, the more I realize I know all these Devils fans, and I I don't know why. I don't know anything about anything. Anyway, the Devils are actually playing pretty good hockey. Um. I mean, what are we looking at for New Jersey? They're currently they've got a winning record. They're six four and one. So and they stunk up the first four games, but that's because they had a ragtag lineup of guys. Everyone at this, everyone at the start of the season was actually questioning whether the Devils could win a game. Now they've won a bunch. They're, so they're looking pretty good. Well, essentially, what happened? Now this is this is what I would have done if I was their GM. Travis Zajac! Of course, but I just I would just wait until nobody picked up nobody, and that's what they did. They just Wait until there are these names that are around. Have they got Stepniak now? Yeah, they yeah, do. Who I had him last year in my fantasy team, and he killed it. He's he a destroyed player. it. They got Palmieri, they got Zajac, right. they got Adam Henry, Corey Schneider. That's right. Faced more shots than any other goalie in the league. And they've last got year. um, what's his name, Yuri Hudler? Did they pick him up or did they no, pick up the other they Yuri picked guy? up Yuri Talisti. Yeah, Talisti, who's been quiet, well, but Talisti, yeah, whatever. Up. Yeah, I always get those two confused. So the Devils are actually doing quite well, um, and. You know, I thought I knew a lot about hockey, and the Devils doing well kind of shows me that maybe I don't know anything about anything. Maybe their GM's a secret evil genius. That has to be it. I don't get it. Neither do I. Islanders. Look, I was going to start off by saying there's some big concerns from this corner, because I love the Islanders. I love everything about the Islanders. But My favourite player, Johnny Boychuk, plays the Islanders. Huge fan. Love Tavares. I like Nick Letty. I like Yaroslav Halak. I love um, Halak. Anders Lee, Brock Nelson. They're all good players. I like him. Strom. Strom's sick. Mm-hmm. They kind of didn't do anything in the off-season, and in this league, if you're not adding and constantly chipping away and pushing forward... Well, you got to do things. you got to make moves. Stale. That's right. you got to do stuff. There is absolutely no way Kyle Poso is an Islander by the end of the season. Yeah, he's gone. But I kind of don't think it matters, because Tavares has shown that you can put anyone on his right wing and they'll kill it. He's only 25. He That's looks like ridiculous. he's about 50. He looks like he's been punching durries and whiskey he just for 100 like, years. He just looks like a hockey player, but he looks like a hockey player who's been playing since the like late 80s. He just yeah. knows what's Maybe up. Maybe he's a time traveler. You could be. So let's hit the Rangers real quick. Yeah, look. So Lundqvist has killed... Well, he, st- he started killing it, and then he dropped off huge. So he, like, lost a couple of big games by huge margins as well. And now he's sort of come good again. So... The Rangers' foot speed's terrifying. Like, for those of you listening Matt to this who don't watch Rangers games... Who's and, heaps and of people, sit, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and you sit there and go, fuck the Rangers. And I know that's an easy thing to say, because I used to do it Yeah, as but well. fuck the Rangers. Watch some Rangers games, though, because their leg so speed is... Terrifying. So fast. And oh they've got like, Stepan, Broussard, yeah. all those dudes are just killing it. Nash um, was quiet. Yandel slotted in really well. McDonough's still looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank God they got rid of MDZ, eh? Yeah, Kevin Hayes is <laughs> looking really good. Yeah. The Rangers are a good hockey team. They, You've got to say now, based on current form, the Rangers, the could Canadians... They, could they stick it to the, the Canadians? I think the Rangers could stick it to the Canadians. I like it. I like it. Let's hit the Sens. Um, the Sens to me are a funny team because they're going to provide you a headache. I feel like, like it's not going well. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, like at, at their best, they can beat you, but yeah, at but their worst, like whatever. And I, I kind of don't care, and I don't really know anyone else who does care. Like I, I like some Sens, but I like Chris Neal. Hmm. Here's one for you. Chris Neal just played his 900th game. He what? was a late round draft pick, right? I'm we're talking like round six or something, maybe. Really? So he's like in the second day where they don't even televise that yeah, shit. Yeah, and he's played nine hundred games. 
And he had a Gordy Howe hat trick in his 900th game. He had a goal and assist, and he punched a few dudes. That's sick. Good on Chris Neal. But apart from him and Eric Carlson... Yeah. I really like Eric Carlson, but it's hard to really name someone that's exciting on that I team. Like, I mean, like, I like Hoffman, I like Stone, I like um, Zibinjad, Mika Zibinjad. Oh, Zibinjad. Yeah, that's nothing right. really jumps off the page. I, yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to work. I feel like they might, they might be the next Maple Leafs. Might I just have to fire sail it and just Ooh. move on? There's good assets to be had. There are. Some good money there. Now, this next one makes me a little happy because I like shitting on the Flyers. I love it because they're... I like the Broad Street Boys as much as anybody. I like what they did for the sport. That's phenomenal. And I actually quite like Claude Giroux. I liked listening to him mic'd up in the Winter Classic. Yeah, was saying sick. to Lundqvist, can you please let me score a goal? Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of my way. You're begging for it. I like that. Yeah. And I love Wayne Simmons, right? I'm a huge Wayne Simmons fan. Voracek, Giroux, Simmons. Who's playing defense? Apart from Mark Strait. Del Zotto? <laughs> kidding me? I feel like you could put a concrete barrier and it'd do a heap better job, eh? Yeah, it's there's not much to talk Sorry, about with the flies. An immobile, yeah. immovable object would be better on the ice than MDZ right now. They're not spectacularly terrible, but even when they win games, I still don't care. It's not exciting. Um, Pittsburgh. So this is this makes me really happy. Because um, we really love Phil the Thrill. Well, there's a few things here. So again, as a Bruins fan, I just don't like the Pens. My wife's uncle's a Pens fan. He lives in Pittsburgh, so you know, suck shit to him while we're at it. Well, um, a lot of the Pens fans you run into in Australia are generally asshats who don't know anything about hockey. Like, oh, Crosby's a legend. Yeah, that's cool. Name me four other people on your team other yeah. than Malkin. So with Pittsburgh, right? They've got that. that they've got Phil Kessel riding mm-hmm. wing for Sydney and. Or, or Malkin, I'm not sure whose line he's on this week. I feel like he just moves around, but that's good, though. He's not killing it. David Perron's not really killing it. Hornquist um, isn't really is not killing doing it. Great. Letang's not killing it. He's not it. doing great either. So they've got some serious cash invested in their top 12 forwards. So a lot of the dudes of are, are getting paid it. like 7 mil each. Yeah, they've got no money invested in defense. Nope. Um, so Flurry, I actually feel bad for Flurry. And I, I really like him as a goalie, actually. I tease Flurry a lot. So do I, because of his fairy name. Not even that, I just don't like him. He's uh, French, that doesn't also help. But he's actually a good goalie, I like him. I well, he was him. the first goal I ever saw in the beach ball meme as well. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But they've invested all that money in their forwards, and it's just not killing It's not cool. That's what happens. You throw all your cash. Yeah. And all you can say is, Whatever. suck it, man. So here's a good one. San Jose. Everyone likes the San Jose Sharks. have got a few good friends who go Find for the Sharks. Find me someone who doesn't like the Sharks. My wife goes for the Sharks. Kings fans hate the Sharks. Dude, look at look at that merch. Yeah, it's great. It's, that's all you need. Great looking gear. But then you back it up with the players. Well, we love Brent Burns. We love Brent Burns. We love Pavelski. We love Joe Thornton. Marlowe. You know, he's in a walking frame and he's still killing it. It sucks that Couture's on IR. Dude, he's got like a like a fractured tibia or yeah, something. Yeah, he's not coming back yeah. in six weeks. Nah. Um, it's great that in hockey, though... You break your foot, and it's like, yeah, that's maybe six to seven weeks. Any other spot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what? Do you know what's my two favorite things about the Sharks this season? Their X Factors. Joel Ward's their leading point scorer. Yeah, Joel Ward's huge. Love it. Love it. Because Washington Capitals fans were upset when they let Ward leave in free agency, but this is a prime example of a situation working out well for everybody. Him leaving in free agency allowed the Caps to get Oshie and Justin Williams. That's right. And the Sharks got a sniper that they needed. That's right. Um, the and other, a real grit guy as well. So yeah, he, he, he's, he's a grinder. The other thing I really like about the Sharks, and this is a twofold like for me, I love that Martin Jones is essentially a divisional traitor 
because he I was love the, it. He was the Kings' backup goalie. The Kings would never trade him within their own div. They traded him to Boston, and, and then we flung him right back. Flung him right back to San Jose. He didn't even. Le- he didn't actually leave California. I read no. this recently. He just he stayed where he was. He was he knew what was shit. up. Yeah, he knew what was up. And Martin Jones is a really good goalie. I've been saying that for a couple of years now, and mm-hmm. he's doing good things for the Sharks. That's right. Get around St. Louis. They are riding through some horrible injuries at the moment. They're missing Tarasenko. Stancy, I think they're missing Jaden Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, Jaden Schwartz is still out. Shattenkirk's still, still out. They've still only lost two Shattenkirk's or three games. back this week, though. They've so, still only lost two or three games this year with those outs. Mm. That would be like the Bulls playing without Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman for a significant period of time. Like 15 games. Yeah, it's actually mental. Yeah. So they are doing a really good job. Troy Brower's fitting in quite he well. He is. He's not like, his, his points and stuff aren't there, but he's yeah. the grit guy. Like, that's the thing, like... That's the thing the Caps traded away. They got rid of their grit guys and brought in some flash. But I can also see the Blues trading a marquee defenseman before the middle of the year. I heard that they were shopping Shattenkirk last year. Because they've got Pietrangelo and they've got... Um, who's the third third wheel? Uh, we always stuff this one we up. We always fudge We this. always stuff this one up. I'm not even going to bother trying to mess it up. Who cares? Uh, they've got Pietrangelo, they've got Shattenkirk, and they've got whatever his name is. They've also got this giant kid who played hockey in Alaska coming along at a very fast pace, Colton Pareko. That's right. And I think he's going to make one of them expendable, free up some cap space, and maybe get an actual starting goalie as opposed That's to... That's right, I picked him up last week, and he did great. He yeah. Did great. He did great. So let's, let's talk about Tampa. Love Tampa. Love, Love Tampa. the bolts. Tyler Johnson is my boy. There's another dude I've been pumping his tires for a bit. I've got him this year, and he started super slow. Yeah, not doing great. Kucherov also started... Kind of feels like the whole team started slowly, but maybe like a Chicago, they don't just need to shit the bed this early in the season. They fire just, through. Yeah. Well, I mean, goes. it kind of feels like they're always going to be there, though. Vic Hedman is a Norris finalist for sure. At the moment, if you had to pick a Norris candidate, it'd be probably Roman Yossi, Vic Hedman. Why might he be maybe, on Yossi easy? Yeah. Like, he's just a standout. He has to be. The only thing I've got to say about the main police, that's not true, I've got a couple of things to say. I thought they did a shitty job with their tribute to Phil Kessel when the Pens came to town yeah. for the first time. That was weak, man. He played 400 games to your club. Like, do something. Do Get him something out on the ice him. and give him a high five do or something. something. Give him a cheeseburger. Um, out. And stop throwing your goalies under the bus when you lose a game. The Toronto what media. Up with that? Toronto media savages those poor bastards. They've got no one. No one playing defense. No, and I remember, remember I watched that uh, the special where it had the Maple Leafs, right? And and uh, they were every week they were like, Bernier sucks, and then they oh, just he looks spin like it around. A broken man. Yeah, and then they just spin it around and say, who's the other guy? Bernier and and and, and Reimer. So Reimer. they and they just the two weeks later they're like, yeah, Reimer's our starter, and then two weeks he'd stuff up some game because the D wasn't there, and then. Again, Rhymer sucks, and then they just keep doing it, doing it, and they, every month. You can't do that every. You can either pick one, yeah. or just go wear a true tandem, get over it, stop throwing on the bus, move on. Do you know what I was looking forward to doing this year? I was looking forward to pissing all over the Canucks, right? But, because they essentially left themselves with the Sedins and Brendan Morrow, and they look like a really good hockey team. I reckon they're looking really fun. Well, like they're, 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 they're five two and four at the moment, so they're not setting the world on fire, but that's pretty good. And everyone was saying that they people playing yeah, for and everyone was saying like they overpaid for Brendan Morrow. No, uh, he's doing well. He's being really good. Yeah. Does that tell us that they overpaid for him, or did Pittsburgh underuse a potentially really good asset? I think it's the latter. Because um, Pittsburgh underuse a lot of good assets. Well, they just go well. Let's just well, pull all that Paul cash. Martin go to San Jose. Exactly. Paul Martin's killing it over there. Have um, you seen his shot? It's insane. Yeah, I back it. But um, you know the Knucks have got some good young kids. They've obviously got Edler and whatnot as well. Um, they're doing pretty well, so I'll just, you know, shut up and sit in my corner. 
Yeah. Washington, really John. That. Tell us about Washington. Washington's going really poorly. You kind of, like, don't seem... It's going. Well, it's going... See, the problem is, we're going, we're beating people, we're beating... I, I don't want to say, but easy beat teams. Like, we beat Florida and that sort of thing. Like, like but... It's not convincing. Like, OV's playing poorly. You know who the best player in your is? killing it. Yeah, yeah just now. Kruzy's killing yeah. it. Yeah. Our backup goalie's killing it. Grubauer's a legend. TJ Osi looks sick. Like, he's slotted in really well. And that's you know who's well. not living up to the hype? Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson is not living up to this the hype. This was the year they're like, right, you're going to stop being a bruiser. And we're going to bump you up. And we want you to actually showcase your skills. Your skills. Right? He because doesn't have that. When many. he was drafted, he was going to be the cap to the Lucic. Yeah, yeah. And so a big dude doing who can punch dude. Thing. That's right. He, he was supposed to. He's supposed to be able to punch dudes and score, right? Yeah. But he can't score. He can't find the back of the net. Like last year, had like fifteen points or something. That's like, not great. It's not great. This year, he's not even going to crack twenty again. Well, it's better than his best mate ladder. Ladder sucks. So, Lats is just so bad. But let's look at it this way. He's not. They they bumped up his ice time by like five six minutes. It's just not going anywhere. Let's right. just move on. Last one, <laughs> Winnipeg Jets. We're not getting get into specifics. We both love this team. I love the Jets. Heaps of contributors, top to bottom. Love the Jets. Minor tweaks. They could be a smoky for the Western Conference. I feel it. Every time you look at a box score on a Jets game, right, you see the same names. Wheeler, mm-hmm. Ladd, mm-hmm. Bufflin, mm-hmm. Chaffel. All the same Perot. dudes. It's the same dudes. They're a good Goalies team. are good. D looks good. Kyle Myers. That's right. Do you know who I like? Anthony Beluso. I know that's like an old school bonehead thing to say. Peluso's a tough dude. I love watching him punch on. I feel like we all love watching dudes punch on. Great time. Love it. All right, well, let's rip through the awards for the week. Yeah, so it. we should preface this, but we're going to do weekly. We keep saying weekly, but we don't know if we're going to do show weekly or fortnightly. I feel like fortnightly works better for us because yeah. we're like heaps lazy. And busy. Busy. But mainly lazy. Mainly lazy. And like you do things, I do things. Things? Things. Who mainly cares? Things. So let's hit the awards. Let's hit the awards of the week. So the Jumbo Joe Legend of the Week award. And we need to explain why it's a Jumbo Joe Legend of the Week. And I feel like we don't. I feel like it kind of names itself. Like well, it's like self-explanatory. Yeah. Joe Thornton's obviously a legend. Everyone knows that the dude's nearly forty. He doesn't want to leave the Sharks. He set his family up in Northern California. It's great. We love it. I call him the Jumbo Legend because after Thomas Hurdle scored those four goals last year, he said, "Lol, I'd probably get my dick out if I scored four goals." Good on him for saying that on national television. Mm-hmm. And good on him for calling out his coach like six months later. Too. Yeah, I back it. I like so, it. So, the legend of the week, and we don't often throw kudos to the Rangers. We're going to say Matt Zuccarello because he's Norwegian. You don't get many Norwegian hockey players at a high no, level. He's tiny. He's tiny. He's five foot seven. So and he scored a hat trick. He's like, like the size of your wife. Small. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the same height, I think, yeah. That's brutal. That's not great. <laughs> but he scored a hat-trick, and he gets dirty, he gets in corners, and... I've seen him punch dudes. He took a headshot last year that actually, like, crushed part of his skull. Like, yeah, it they, collapsed his cheek. They were worrying yeah. he couldn't walk properly again, and he, he was going to have, like, motor human. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, no, no, don't worry about me. I'll sort myself out and come back and be a really good hockey player. So you know what? Matt Zuccarello, you're a legend. We love it. All right, here we are. This is my favourite award of the week. The Big Brave Steve Ott Award. Tell them why. This is for the Dog of the Week Award. Because Steve Ott is a dog. John loves him. There he is. Big Brave Steve Ott. Now, (laughs) it's most likely that this award's going to be for a physical act moving forward. It'll be for a cheap shot. I feel like it's a cheap shot. This week, I'm going to make it not about a physical act. I'm going to make it all about Dougie Hamilton, and I alluded to this earlier, abandoning the Boston Bruins. He demanded more than $7 million a year for at least five years, right? 
Yeah. I think he was going to be a really good defenseman, albeit one who... Well, he was going to be a great defenseman in Boston. Yeah. He was demanding mega bucks. He was demanding tenure. He basically complained and sucked his way out west. He forced our hand. We had to trade him. We got a handful mm-hmm. of picks. That's the best deal we were going to get. Although rumor has it we got offered a better deal from Edmonton, and we said fuck you because it was with Chiarelli. That's right. Anyway, feels like you should have taken it. No, nah, whatever. He got his way, <laughs> and he went to Calgary, and he has been dog shit. He's so given far, up so many goals. He's operating on a minus ten. Yeah. Forty six percent course yeah. percentage. He scored two goals, and apparently now it's come out one of the major things that broke. The relationship with Boston, he demanded oh, for his that brother the be Bruins traded. bring Freddie Hamilton in yes. from Colorado to Boston, and Boston are like, uh, "No, mate, we've actually got good forwards on our team." And he's like, "No, I want to pay my brother." So Calgary's apparently given him that because Freddie yeah, yeah, Hamilton they just traded has just been moved over to Calgary. But isn't he just dog shit bad? He's not dog shit, but who cares? So he complained. He sucked his way out of Boston, a town that loved him. He was performing well there into a harder to play in Western Conference and he's getting his ass handed to him and you know what? Suck shit, Douglas. Yeah. Suck shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so the last award for the week is the Boychuck Bone Cruncher of the Week. So this is the one we give out, the big hit, the one that makes you go, oh, he's not going to shit right for like the next three weeks. Easy. This was courtesy of my mate, Kevin the Killer Miller, <laughs> yeah. aka Miller High Life, <laughs> yeah. he gave the absolute business to Joe Vitale's face. Like, Kevin Miller's been in a lot of fights in his time, and you look at the other dude and go, shit, that's not going to tickle. No, no. But it's like he... that one scene in Goon. It's like, nah, yeah. man, it's not going to go well. <laughs> I kind of felt like we were watching Fight Club. Yeah, he stage. just like went to town on his face. Like, because Vitale, that fight was huge. Credit where credit's due, Vitale was upright. Mm. He stayed on his feet, and I kind of feel like Kevin kept him on his feet. Because he was slinging on his face but so much. he smashed him, and it was brutal, and apparently... Didn't he collapse his, like, yeah, his eye socket or something? Yeah, he all kind of time in the hospital after Yeah, that. he's not playing what? hockey for, like, two, three weeks. But you know what? <laughs> the Yotes all ganged up on Jimmy Hayes. Vitaly started it, he wanted it, and Kev gave him the absolute business, and I loved it. We love it. So Kevin Miller, the Boy Chuck Bone Cruncher of the Week Award. We're huge fans. Email us. Pretty much it. That so, is, I mean, so yeah. let, let's roll with the outro. So I like outros. Our intro wasn't that great. We're still learning. <laughs> so this is the thing about a podcast, all right? You like it, you know, send we'll, us a thumbs up or whatever you do. We'll work it out. We're not huge it's, internet guys. It's going to get better. We'll yeah. work it out. So <laughs> yeah. basically, I mean, in short, you know, the BJs stink. We're happy Torts has got a gig now because even if the BJs don't get any better, he's going to do something completely insane. He's going to yell at someone. Fun. He might try and punch someone from Calgary again. That's cool. I love that. Um, initially, I was hoping I could say Connor McDavid isn't worth the hype. I'm a dickhead because he looks phenomenal. He looks great. Um, In fact, most of the rookies look sick this yeah, year. Yeah, and yeah, the rookie, this All rookie the... class is phenomenal. I know, and next year's apparently is supposed to be huge yeah. too. It's just going to be, what's going on with these kids? But, you know, it's got to be those chicken, it's got to be, you know, the chicken hormones. It has to be. It. Yeah. But no, you know what? We should be happy. Hockey season back. There's a lot more of it. Yeah. We get to watch it. We get to talk about it. And hopefully, some of you will listen to us talking about it and we'll do it again before. Of course. Now. Hockey time is a good time. Everyone yeah. knows that. that. That's how you live your life. It is. Because without hockey, it is no way to live. Correct. So, yes. there it is. Holy Puck, Season 1, Episode 1, Hockey News, Views and Abuse. John, dickhead in the right. Me over here, Cam. Hope you had a good time. I hope you had a good time too. Peace. <laughs>